Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to uh, Know Your Gear Live QA number 89. It's uh, it's uh, what are we in November now? <laughs> it's pretty bad when I'm like, what month are we in? It's a little, little busy lately. That's okay. Uh, I figure we'll just chat for a minute while we're uh, we're all logging on. It's good to see everybody back this week and new people. It looks like some new people and of course uh, a lot of return. Uh, a lot of return guitar players. Well, I assume you're guitar players. Um, probably some drummers and bass players out there. At least I hope. And uh, how was everybody's week? So Harley Dude says, hello from cold and crappy San Antonio. Well, uh, this is the time of year I get to gloat. You just lasted me for the last uh, 10 episodes. Talk about how horrible it is where I live. It is currently like 70 degrees right now and awesome where I am. However, I saw there was a little mess up today on today's live show and this happened last year. So we'll be, we'll be aware of it for next year. I'll make sure to make some adjustments. Uh, it's not me. I live in a state that doesn't participate in, uh, in, uh, you know, time. What do you call that? <laughs> Setting your clocks back. So we don't set our clocks back. So I think it throws even YouTube off because we switch. So what happens in Arizona is for part of the year, I, uh, we're Pacific time and now I'm in mountain standard time. So that really messes everything up. So that's, uh, that's what happens there. So I, I, I remember when this happened today that it happened last year and I never thought about the fact that it happened last year. So I'll be in tune with it from, from now on. So yep. Daylight savings. We don't participate in it. So we just stay the same. Everybody else changes. So uh anyways uh got some exciting stuff today i got a whole list of things i feel like david letterman I got a list of stuff i got all this stuff to talk about questions to answer i'm sure and uh and uh, we'll get into all of that the first thing i want to tell you is uh since uh, there's a bunch of you already i want to let you know that next week's live show is happening on wednesday it's going to be 11 a.m eastern time and it's going to be at Sweetwater because I'm going to be at Sweetwater next week and I'm going to have Mitch there and we're going to be giving away a guitar on that episode. But for fun, on today's episode, we're going to be picking the guitar that we're going to give away next week. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to do that. If you are curious, if you wanted to, we'll do it in about 30 minutes. We'll we'll pick a guitar. But if you want to kind of just get your, you know, get your, you know, look at it. The guitar we're going to be picking is today is on Sweetwater. We're going to be picking either a uh, Epiphone, a Squire, I don't know why I'm writing this down, a PRS, or a Schecter. And so you just go ahead and go to uh, Sweetwater, go to guitars, go to electric guitars, solid body guitars. That's how you're going to keep filtering. Pick the highlight those four brands and pick between $300 and $500. And we're going to pick a guitar that's in stock. So we're going to have to figure out what, what guitar to pick. We're going to pick one, but it's in those, in those categories. And what's going to happen next uh, Wednesday is uh, Mitch and I are going to pick a winner on that episode. And the winner is going to not only win that guitar, but we're going to film the process. Uh, so we, uh, this is what I, I, I talked to Sweetwater about. This is my idea. I said, Hey, I would love to do this. Um, to, you know, just like, kind of like the original sharp max episodes, something that somebody can win is exciting, but maybe when you don't win, if you could at least see something or get some entertainment value out of it, I thought what's more entertaining than if you're going to watch somebody else win, if you don't win it, 
you'll get to see the guitar go through a process and that's what's exciting and then i'm going to do some crazy stuff there while i'm there they agreed to everything i can't tell you any of it i can just tell you that uh i am i am in a hundred percent total shock and dismay that sweetwater agreed to every crazy idea i gave them um in fact, I think I, what I did, I think what I did, like all smart people, I gave them some crazy ideas and I said, they probably will go for one or maybe two. And uh, they went for all of them. <laughs> yeah. So Pooh Ninja says, film the 55 points. Absolutely. I guarantee you the guitar that somebody wins next week will have a video that accompanies it. So that not only will you win the guitar, but you're going to, there's going to be a video uploaded to the internet and that will be the exact guitar that we picked today. The exact guitar. And it will be uh, filmed as it goes through the 55-point inspection. And then it's going to get actually upgraded to a setup. Uh, and that was something I asked them. Could you show us? Um, because obviously, you guys know I did that video. And I got the 55-point inspection. And I was like, okay. And so that was the thing I said. Could you... We could we do both for the for the viewer? Could we do the 55-point inspection uh, and then show that and then do a setup? So that maybe in the future, if you guys are... are you know, our customers of Sweetwaters, which I'm sure you are, because uh, I think I am. I don't, I just assumed. Um, anyways, um, you know, it would help. It would help. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously I'm not being paid by Sweetwater to do this. So, um, the the importance of it is i'm trying to keep it as unbiased as possible you know i'm i'm, I'm, I'm just want to i just want to see myself that's what all this was about when they contact me i said you know i said they i said i'd love to see all this stuff i would love it if you give me some as unrestricted access as possible to share with the viewers i think i said we would appreciate that as a guitar community more than anything else um so i could uh f speak freely so about it so somebody says Sam Ash music. Yeah, of course. We love Sam Ash too. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why I said, I love this idea. I, as you guys know, I've done videos, uh, for the Sam Ash, uh, uh family, Sammy Ash. I did a, uh, I did a, a bought a guitar for $500 there. I did the straight string event. And this is what I kind of touch on a lot of times. I, I have never been paid by the Sam Ash people for anything. Um, they've co-opt with me, which means maybe they've helped, uh, you know, cover the cost. Like at this restring event, they provided the facility and they got to Dario to sponsor it. So I don't have to pay for the strings. Same thing with this uh, Sweetwater event. Uh, they're not paying me to make content for you. Uh, the, I'm making content, but they are flying me out and they're putting me in the hotel. So that's a co-op thing. You could say it is maybe a, a form of, 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 uh, they're, they're paying me, but let's be honest. And I'm just being honest with you guys. I don't need to be flown out to work. I can work here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, they're flying me out is just to benefit them, of course, you know, cause now I'm going to make content that you'll see from them. But the reason why this is important to me is that, uh, Sweetwater doesn't look at it like, uh, I work for them and therefore Sam Ash doesn't have a problem work with me. I don't work for Sam Ash. So Sweetwater doesn't have a problem work with me. I want it to keep, uh, keep it, uh, you know, to where I can work with as many companies as possible and, cause they don't have to worry about me having some kind of agenda. Uh, my agenda is simple. I, just like all the brands of guitars behind me, just like all the stores I buy from Guitar Center, uh, uh, you know, uh, Sam Ash, Sweetwater. Sure, do I like prefer some stores over others for certain things? And that's really, that's a fun subject. We'll start the subject today um, with that. You know, I don't actually dislike Guitar Center or Sam Ash or Sweetwater. And I don't even actually look at them as like good, better, best. I just think there's certain things I like to purchase from Guitar Center. There's certain things I like to purchase from Sweetwater. Is there more people like that? I'm not, I've never been a real like diehard, you know, I only buy from this car company kind of person. There's just certain things I like about certain car companies and others. And just like uh, retailers, there's certain things I like about, um, you know, what's funny is Mark Lopez just said American Music Supply. You know, Mark, um, I'll, I'll just be in, 
again, <laughs> up front with you guys, I used to buy from American Music Supply all the time. And I, I love them because they would break everything into payments. And uh, the only reason I kind of stopped buying from them as much is because then other people started doing that. Sweetwater does it. So, but back in the day when you could buy, you know, a, a $500 guitar and they would break in three payments, I, I would constantly just like, as soon as I would always, like as soon as that third payment was up, I'd be like, what else am I going to go buy? <laughs> it was great. It was like layaway, but you got it now. It was great. Especially when I started doing that, it was really before I had, you know, credit to, 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 to throw it on a card and, you know, get some kind of cool deal or something. But, uh, so, uh, Frosh, Frosh wants to know, Phil, do you need an extra cameraman while you visit uh, Fort Wayne? I don't, you know, I, I'm going to film everything. Uh, they asked me, so, you know, Sweetwater asked me if I, I wanted a cameraman, they would provide somebody. And uh, again, I, I didn't want the videos to feel any different than, than anything else I've ever done. You know what I mean? I think that again, that's important. So I'm handling everything. Plus I like to be in control of that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't want to get back to the hotel room and find out the footage I have is not the footage I, I meant to have. And I'm, I'm just like the GNL visit. I think I'm pretty savvy at figuring out, um, what I want. I, I, hopefully it's sometimes what you guys want, but I, I'm looking for stuff that I think is interesting. I'm not here to film, you know, some company's commercial. Uh, and I, I don't mean that specifically about any, anybody, just any company. Uh, you know, um, I, I just not, I, I'm interested in it, what I'm interested in. Um, so that'll be interesting. Okay. What else do we got? Uh, I can't say the name Mila. I'm going to say me. I can't, man. I'm not even going to try to butcher it. Uh, uh anyways, so this says, what's your thoughts on ESP guitars? I love ESP guitars. I currently don't own an ESP or LTD guitars. And, uh, and the only reason I mentioned this is because uh, Mike and I were talking the other day about, you know, possible brands that we could reach out to, to do reviews on and check out. And I, I mentioned to him, I would really love to check out more LTD guitars. Um, the, uh, I just love LTD guitars. Every time I pick them up, I'm like that, you know, I don't know why I don't have an LTD guitar. There's just like, you know, I just can't figure out why I don't have it. So, Hey, if I can check one out and review it, uh, it would be a good way to kind of, you know, experiment with what I'm, what I might need. What, what, what guitar might I, see um and i know we've got some super chaps uh guys i'm just penning them because i'm just trying to get into the get into it there's already 500 of us here uh it says uh zine Co corby sure zin corby i'm just gonna butcher names that's gonna earn you a thing here i'll just mess everybody's names up uh it says uh it says Oh, it's a Sam Ash. Too many salesmen, guitar center, not enough salesmen. Yeah. You know what? That's a great observation. I've noticed that as well. Um, I find, and I, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but every time I go into Sam Ash, I have always felt like exactly what you said. It's like a two to one ratio. It feels like there's always, uh, I hate to say this, always a salesman standing around, you know, not really. I mean, they seem to try to stay busy, but yeah, there's always seems to be a higher ratio of salespeople. So I think that's a good observation. So it's a, uh, all right. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, we got a lot of stuff. All right. So I don't know if I want to go to announcements or questions. Let's do a couple questions. We'll go to the questions. Um, I've already hit a couple and then we'll do some, some cool stuff that's going on. You guys are pretty quick on it. Uh, Pyrocent looks different. Did you change your sign on? Now it looks like it's two words. Anyways, it says, uh, Phil, do you use EQ pedals, parametric, uh, standard EQ? I do use EQ pedals. I love EQ pedals. Uh, the two I use is the boss, uh, EQ, uh, the seven band EQ pedal. And I use the Mesa boogie EQ pedal. 
I prefer the Mesa Boogie P EQ pedal because it's fantastic, but I, I just a true diehard boss fan. So I use the boss one. If you, a lot of you out there right now probably have some favorites. The MXR has always been a great one, but I per, I don't use the MXR one and believe it or not, it's for the silliest reason. And sometimes that's just a reason enough reason, which is I don't like the glow in the dark. I don't like the light up LEDs on the sliders. I, I don't, I don't, it doesn't work for me. Uh, so that's the reason. I think the reason I, I don't like them is I could be wrong. I'm trying to do it off memory. I thought the reason I don't like is when you turn the pedal off, the LEDs don't turn off. Is that right? Is that why? I just remember there was something about that I didn't like. They like always stayed on or something. And I just didn't dig that. The pedal itself sounds, sounds fantastic. And there's a lot of reasons why people would want to see the EQ. But I'm kind of a set it and forget it with the EQ. So I don't need to see the sliders. I don't need to look down and go, yeah, that's where I set it. I'm just always like, yeah, I set it. And uh, if anything, I think a lot of times uh, uh, it'd be cooler if pedal comp uh, 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 graphic equalizer pedal companies would have a thing that locks the sliders that or have a lid that goes over it. I think that's really cool. I think I've seen a cheap company that did that, but I've never seen a high-end company do that. Uh, so, uh, and then, you know, just because it tied in what we're talking about, uh, mute the bozo. Hey, mute that bozo. That's a good one. I like that name because I can say it and it's funny. And I like your icon. It's got a bozo on it. Anyways, this is, uh, says, uh, I might buy a guitar from Guitar Center, but I'd rather get a setup or mods done elsewhere. I agree. Uh, uh, guitar centers, uh, text. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'm sure I'll meet one one day and he'll be great and I'll feel bad for saying this. Uh, but until then, I, you know, uh, right now I I've never really met a guitar center tech that, uh, you know, wowed me. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know why it is. They just seem to be, I don't know, just nothing exciting. Um, uh, about them. And, and maybe cause it's local where I do, I do a lot of uh, setup work obviously. And, uh, I feel like I fix a lot of guitar center messes. And when I talk to other, uh, Luthiers that I respect, they seem to also agree with me that we send, we tend to fix a lot of guitar center mess ups. So I'm not sure what that is and why that is just the pain of it. You know, uh, let's see. Uh, Sean, Shawnee is a Cubs fan again. You know, Hey, nice to see you this week, buddy says, Hey, Phil, I got my SG classic today. Wow. That was fast. I thought last week you said you just put on layaway. You were determined, uh, really liking it. What is the, what is the one guitar you consider the one that got away? Took me a year to find the SG classic. Yeah. The one that got away, uh, my, my buddy, uh, Tyler has it. Uh, it, what happened was, uh, I had a one piece top uh, PRS, um, uh, SC 245. And, um, I bought it from my other uh, buddy, Pat, and, uh, he sold it and I got it and I loved it and, you know, sold it. I regret it. I've said that before on a show that I've regret it. That's the one there's no real guitar that's got away. You know what I mean? Cause it gets, to me, guitars are just not that mystical that there's any guitar. I don't feel like I can't get something close to it again but i do i do regret that one only because not that it was so perfect uh it's just that uh i can get that guitar again i just have to pay uh double what i sold it for and i'm not going to do that uh james says i love sweetwater music uh my sales rep hey isn't it an engineer i'm gonna have to get used to that next week call them engineers anyways uh my sales rep uh always reaches out uh to me time and time to see if there's any music needs Plus the three payment plan is great. Yeah, you know, I I, I get it. You know, I, like I said, obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh, it's a little premature to speak any kind of high praise of Sweetwater. I haven't been there yet, but obviously I'm I'm a little impressed that they looked at a video and said, uh, you know, hey, you know, let's get this guy out here and show him what we're doing. 
and uh, they just want us. They wanted me to, to. They asked me if I would share with you, you know, their their philosophy and the way they're doing it. But more importantly, um, I like the fact that they divulged their fifty five point inspection after I basically said they failed it, and uh, they re we revised it and they posted it. I don't know. You, you know, you got to love that. You know, I love people who own up to anything. And then I, I obviously I like transparency. I like anybody who just tells you what, what, what's going on to me. It's easy. I think everybody's biased. I don't believe in unbiased anything. Anybody times anybody says they're unbiased. I, I first thing I assume is they're probably full of crap um, because th there's nothing wrong with being biased. It's just nice to know what the bias is. Here's a good example. At some point when I would talk about Lawrence Petros pedals, I was unbiased, uh, I guess, you know what I mean? Whatever I thought about pedals, but I like the pedals. Now, over time, I've become his friend. I like his pedals because I liked his pedals before, but now I like him. So yeah, I'm a little biased, but I'm biased, like I said, in the right way. I think he's a good person. And I think he makes good product. That's what I feel. Now you know that. You should go, hey, uh, you know, if that, if that works for you, that's great. But if you're looking for somebody to say something negative, uh, you need to find somebody else, maybe that doesn't have any, any experience with him to give a, a more of a trend, you know, not transparent, but more of a, you know, unbiased answer. So again, you just nice to know what the bias is. Okay. Uh, we got some super chats, but I'm like I said, I pinned them because I want to hit some other ones. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you guys are talking about brick and mortar stores. A lot of problems with them is that the, the, this the gear gets on display gets messed up brick and mortar stores are exactly that they're brick and mortar stores uh you know a good example is um arnie music is a fantastic music store uh i like those guys i like watching their videos i'll make sure i time index them uh fantastic mom and pop store uh you know they're really and the reason i like them so you know is not because he does videos and not because you know they're a little mom and pop store and you're just supposed to like mom and pop stores what i like about them specifically is that when I watch them on Instagram and Facebook and the way they post stuff, it's mostly Instagram, I think, and YouTube, they really do highlight some of their students and uh, the, the the things they do with their students. And, you know, there's not there's not a whole lot of monetary gain to doing that. It's just community building. And I love anything that's community building. That's what mom and pops bring. You know, a, a Starbucks will give you a cup of coffee that's consistent. Whether you like it or not is relevant. It's consistent. Every Starbucks coffee st tastes the same. I use Starbucks mostly when I travel because their restrooms are clean. That's, you know, and then I buy a cup of coffee because I use their restroom and I know the coffee is going to be consistent. I, I don't, I couldn't tell you when's the last time I, I drank at Starbucks because it's such an, such a bland, unmemorable experience. Unmemorable? not memorable experience. Anyways, the point is, is that, uh, but when I go to a mom and pop shop and they, and they're a coffee shop, there's always this magic, um, you know, kind of experience. And, and so that's what a mom and pop brings is community. And that's, what's nice. And that's why there's a, there's always going to be a huge demand uh, for those experiences. And then of course, and, and in the world of the internet, there's gotta be a need for mass marketing sales internet. That's just how it has to work. Unfortunately. Um, all right, getting off topic. You know what? Speaking of topic, we'll do that. We should talk about this. Last week, and then I'll get to questions. Again, we'll always get to the questions. Uh, last week, I'll screen share, we did the Gear Wars. You guys remember that? 
uh, if not, a lot of you voted. I appreciate that. And I'm sure a lot of you are curious what happens. Here's a screen share on that. Last week, we had Sawyer versus Blades, uh, U.S. versus the British uh, writers on the NewYearGear.net website. And they argued out uh, Amp Wars. In other words, uh, Tube versus Solid State Digital Amps. And uh, thank you guys for voting. And the winner was Tube Amps. But... I'd like to point out it won by, and no joke, no exaggeration, one vote. So if you're for solid state and digital amps, you should be mad at yourself if you didn't vote. You can't win if you don't vote. You guys are supposed to vote. This is a new idea, and this is from the guys uh, that, that are writing the articles on the website. They're putting a lot of work into this, and uh, I appreciate everything they do. Uh, they... Uh, Go ahead and stop the screen, share some back to me. Uh, I, it's again, they're, they're building entertainment for you guys, uh, building community. They get paid absolutely zero, except for my appreciation and hopefully your appreciation at this point. And uh, they want to do more of these. I told them, I can't tell you what they're going to do next, but I told them to do tone wood next. I want them to fight it out. Uh, because again, this is just fun. It's just fun to read a quick article and see what people think. And um, and uh, what's great is uh, they might do that one next. If that's something you'd like to see next, uh, put that in the comments or email us and let us know. You can email Mike at Ask New Your Gear and let Mike know, hey, yeah, let's do the Tonewood debate. You guys are probably sick of it. I'm not looking about a war, just maybe the argument. Maybe just hear somebody else's arguments. I might weigh in that one on myself. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so just f something fun to keep to keep the uh, keep the entertainment going on the uh, on the uh, uh, website. Uh, Mark Lopez, a uh, tonewood rocks. You know what? It's, it's a subject. It's always going to be a subject. Uh, you know, if you take it too seriously, if you take any of this stuff too seriously, if you get angry or you get upset about this stuff, man, you, you, this isn't a hobby anymore for you. You know what I mean? This is, like I said, I come here to decompress my head from the world and its troubles, not to add to, to my <laughs> troubles. So again, if you're screaming at anybody over something, then you know, maybe another, another hobby is what you need. So just some saying different hobby, maybe, maybe basket weaving or something a little calmer. So I love it when people threaten to punch each other over stuff that has to do with guitar. And I'm always like, this is the silliest thing I've ever seen. So, uh, okay. Uh, all right. What else? Uh, You know what? You guys keep putting this, so I'm going to uh, address it. Uh, Troy just put it too. An Arizona meet and greet. Um, I'm up for that. If you guys want to do a meet and greet, um, that's something I'm willing to do. Uh, that's why I kind of did the restring event here before, something like that. Uh, for a meet and greet, I'd, I'd, I'm up for that. That's that's I'm totally up for that. Uh, if enough of you are interested in that, uh, when this rebroadcasts, if you guys put that in the comments, uh, you know, let me know. I, I, I never know how to gauge how many people, uh, you know, are out there, you know, in, in the YouTube land. I don't know how many people are if fans uh, of the channel. It, I know what the views of the channel are huge, but that doesn't necessarily translate to, you know, fans or, or, or viewers that are, you know, the part of the community. Uh, our community is pretty large, but obviously I, I can't really gauge it sometimes. So if you guys are interested in that, I'm up for it. Obviously, uh, Zim said, hey, he's up for available to host it. See, I'm up for that stuff. Like I said, we can make something like that happen. The, uh, uh, and then roll and rock and said, he got a beautiful GNL S 500 the other day on off reverb, uh, M MFD pickups are wonderful. You're putting me in the poor house, Phil. Yeah, well, I'm there with you. I ordered my GNL too. And, uh, and, uh, well, as like I said, as soon as I get it, I'll definitely do the review. There will be no hesitation. In fact, I actually asked GNL for a favor and they're, uh, allowing me to do it. 
I asked them when the guitar is done to just email me and I will drive back to LA and uh, I'd like to film there when I do it because, uh, you know, just because I, I want to go over uh, the reasoning for the guitar and all that stuff. So there you go. I'd like, I thought that'd be cool. Plus, you know, like I said, you, I know you guys are really curious about the brand and, um, I, I want to do more than just a generic review. I'd like to do something where we go through it. Maybe talk about it. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. There was a, there's a super chat, but I don't understand if it's a question it says, okay, here we go. Comma. A long weighted help from me to you. All right. Thank you. Rock on. Rock on to you too. I basically I think you're saying tip jar, right? You're doing the tip jar. I appreciate that. Uh, says uh, Vintage Six String says, I wish you could do a, a, a string event uh, Monday at Sam Ash in Indy uh, before going to Sweetwater. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. This is where, like I said, some of the stuff is is tough. Sweetwater is paying for my trip there and back. And uh, in typical fashion of the magic of being a, a YouTuber, uh they, they are gracious by any means of it. But I mean, I, so, you know, it, I've had a bunch of friends reach out to me that are in Indiana and say, hey, let's hook up. And so, you know, my schedule looks like this. I'm getting there late uh, Tuesday night. I'll, go, I'll be at my hotel probably about 11 o'clock at night by the time I'm, I'm there. I'll be working my itinerary set all day on Wednesday to do all this content for you guys. I'm trying to knock out five videos. Then again, all day Thursday, I'm performing Thursday at noon at the live at lunch. I'll be performing there uh, and uh, and uh, with me and backing tracks and stuff on my base. And then uh, I'm going to go see Dweezil Zappa that night. Uh, and then I literally have to get up at four o'clock in the morning at my hotel on Friday to be at the airport on time to fly out to get back here. And although I'll be back here by two o'clock in the afternoon, I'll be technically on my time. I've been up since two o'clock in the morning. So I think I'm not going to be so great that, uh, that afternoon. Uh, so there won't be a live show that Friday next week. It will be the following day, Saturday. And I'm pretty sure I'll have Ralph. I don't know for sure, but uh, there you go. Rick says, Hey, the beer caster looks awesome behind you. Thank you. Now, of course, if you guys saw the outtake today, th literally it smells like beer. <laughs> it does. If you walk up, it's, it does. It has a beer smell. The room doesn't, which is good. Cause I cleaned it all up, but, um, yeah, it was great. On a side note, if you guys didn't see the outtake video, my wife saw it for the first time today. And she said, the funniest thing she said to me, she said, did you know you're going to film that as an outtake? Is that why you didn't curse? Because she knows I don't curse on the channel. And uh, if you ever met me, a funny thing, I, I'll say this. If you ever met me personally, if you ever bumped into me, and so many of you have, um, I'm, I always use the analogy like a smoker. I'm not a smoker. I've never smoked. But I noticed with smokers, once a smoker meets another smoker, once somebody sees somebody else smoke, it's like, oh, it's okay to light up. I've noticed that I'm like the same with cursing. If you make, if you curse at all, as soon as you curse, I start cursing, right? Like it's just instinctual. Um, and because of that, she, she was shocked. I didn't curse when that happened to me in the video. And I said, no, I, I didn't curse. I was just really, I was in shock. Actually, if you look at my face, that was, that was literally shock. Um, so, so there you go. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to do a couple questions. Todd said, no, he's just saying that was great. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I'm glad you guys like it. You guys have been amazing. Your comments have been funnier than the outtake video. I appreciate you guys and all your kindness. Cause let me tell you, when you do something, when you have something happen, you do something silly and it happens to you, you know, sometimes you wonder like, I don't know, does it really, do I want to share that moment with the world? <laughs> but I thought, Hey, it's fun. Okay. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, here's a good question. Uh, Guitar Hack says, hey, Phil, any ideas what would cause a volume fluctuations on a Marshall DSL combo? My experience usually with anything that's a tube amp is that if there's anything going wrong with volume swells, uh, somebody asked uh, on, on an email, but I didn't have time to respond, which is they said they're class five amp. When they turn the volume to zero, there's still sound coming through. Uh, I'm going to say nine times out of 10, it's the tubes. Uh, there's a tube in there. And, um, and if you're having an issue with volume fluctuations, it's definitely gonna be a tube. Um, that's my guess. And, uh, but the sad part is this, uh, without formally diagnosing the amp, which is, I'm not qualified to do, and I don't recommend you do unless you know what you're doing. Uh, the only thing I can tell you as a novice tube person is that, uh, changing, um, the preamp tubes is the first smart idea to do to see if there's a, maybe a problem there. It's very inexpensive and there's, not a lot of downsides to it. Um, you can do that. And it's sometimes it's systematically pretty easy to diagnose with a preamp tube issue because you can turn the amp off and actually swap some of the preamp tubes around. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll, I'll swap one and, you know, I always have extras, which is nice too. you know, plug one in, check it, unplug the replacement, put the old one back, check the next one, check. And through systematically, you'll find uh, if the issue stops, you know, which tube was causing the problem. And there's a little bit better ways to diagnose that you can usually figure out uh, through a schematic. Uh, obviously, if you're having issues with the uh, the volume fluctuations, if it's on the clean channel through a schematic schematic online, you could probably figure out what preamp tubes are attached to the clean channel versus the dirty channel and vice versa. Um, so you don't have to just go willy nilly in the dark, just swapping preamp tubes. Um, but uh, there's nothing really wrong with that. And preamp tubes are a pretty safe thing. Just don't bend the prongs, make sure they're not hot. Don't and uh, and you should be fine for the most part. Again, always use caution, but it's not it's not. I mean, let's be honest. It's not gonna. It's not the end of the world to do that stuff. You know, you're you're. Let's be on. Uh, Frank, your your parents probably did it to their TV when you were a kid, or some of you guys watching right now did it went to your TV at one point. So we've all you know done it. So uh, that's it. And now, if that once you eliminate the preamp tubes is the problem, you might have power tube issues. That's a little different, and uh, you want to look at that. And it depends on the amp and whether or not it has to be biased and stuff. But that's what I would recommend because that's what I do, and I've been at great. Uh, great logic with that. But if you guys, especially some of you guys are tube freaks out there, you tube guys sometimes, is, yeah, see, mute the bozo saying tube tester is a decent investment. Again, again, can't disagree with that at all. Uh, and it's not hard to find one at a decent price. Again, uh, I agree with that as well. So something to think about. Um, or always have a friend who has one. Tube testers are like pickup trucks. Always have one friend that has one. <laughs> so, uh, all right, here you go. Okay, let's go. Let's go <laughs> real quick. I got some more questions penned. Let's hit it. Oh, it's changing screens on me. All right, what do we got? Uh, uh, Sean Brown just want to let me know that the beer clips were hilarious. Try and, and talk Sweetwater into stocking GNL. Uh, you know, I'm going to mention GNL to Sweetwater. I don't know if they'll listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. We got to, I got to, you know, we got to, we got to see. I, I think they would be, I think GNL and Sweetwater would be this thing that have happened. I think that would really help because GNL has got so many options. There's so much semi customness to them that maybe Sweetwater is the right vendor for that. I told them personally, I thought mu Musician's Friend was an odd fit for them because it's such a stock type selling process. And I like Musician's Friend. I've, I bought a lot of stuff. I've actually bought probably more stuff online from Musician's Friend than any one retailer 
Uh, and that, you know, for a lot of reasons, one, they were the biggest thing forever. And then I just became a loyal customer for a while to that. But, you know, until the other guys started popping up, uh, Dave, the hair says, Hey, Maka, <laughs> uh, given your, given your love for strats and super strats, what's your opinion on the Sir pro moderns and why don't you own one? I love Sir guitars. Uh, they're expensive and I'm happy with strats. That's the problem. I'm happy with the strat. I'm happy with the Mexican Strat. I'm happy with American Standard Strats to the point where when you're happy with a guitar that is uh, essentially a used guitar at $700 to $1,000 or whatever and, and new is a $1,300, $1,400 guitar, it's tough to fall in love with guitars that are $3,000. It just is. Um, now, I, um, I, I, I definitely see a point where I would probably get a Sir in, in my future. But at this point, when I do a Sir, it's going to be because I sell one of my PRSs. That's how I have to do it. At some point, you know, those high dollar guitars, something has to go to come in. So that's how it works. And I, and I kind of got the Sir thing for a while. I wanted a Sir. And then I kind of got out of my system when I bought this Music Man used for $1,400. Uh, and I just don't find Sirs as, as I don't find a, a great deal on them. Uh, in other words, when I go look and try to find used ones, they have a great resale value, which makes it tough to buy them used. <laughs> you know, some of the coolest things, you know, that guitar, I think, was over 2000 right? Uh, new. I mean, so, it, you know, at thirteen, fourteen hundred, I think $1,300 was a good, I feel like, say, put $700 in your pocket is a good, good investment. Uh, but Sir Amps, our Sir Guitars, uh, their resale value is really strong. So that's nice. Uh, William Thornton. Hey, William, how are you this week, buddy? He just did a super chat to say thank you and uh, or just to tip me and uh, and uh, thank you again. I hope you're I hope you're having fun. I think you're at work. If not, uh, enjoy. And uh, what else we got? Let's go back and find some more. We got. Yeah, Hosa Hosa Technology said the beer caster looks a lot drier today. It is a lot drier today. Drier today. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, you know, there is some kind of funniness in the fact that I, I actually spilt beer on a beer caster. So that is kind of funny to me. So there you go. Uh, it's 833 of us and we're getting close to the hour. Let's do a couple announcements because we're going to be talking about that Sweetwater guitar in a second. Uh, a couple updates. This is the update on the 4,240. If you guys know what that is, that's the goal at the end of the year to try to get, uh, uh, lose 40 pounds, get uh, 200,000 subscribers and do 40 million views. Where are we at for the month of November? We do one update a month. I have lost 28 pounds, so I'm close to the 40. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tough. We'll get there, no problem. And uh, uh, 200,000 subscribers. We're at 179,700 subscribers. Uh, we'll probably fall short of the target. I can't imagine. There's something that's going to happen soon that will probably help that a little bit, uh, but I, I don't want to bank on that. I'm going to say it's going to be a tough call. It's going to be tight. Uh, but to be honest with you, you know, subscribers is probably out of the categories, my least, you know, the least important thing to me. But views, 40 million views. We're at 38,700,000 views. Everything shows that we'll be at 40 million before we get to the middle of next month. So 40 million views, 40, 40 pounds lost is not a horrible goals to hit. Uh, we'll see what we can do on the subscriber thing uh, again. So maybe we can. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I just want to give you updates because I promised I would do updates. Uh, and something else. Uh, what else? Um, 
I want to thank, oh yeah, I got to thank Michael. Oh, I want to thank Michael uh, for, because again, if you guys notice, there's more content popping up lately. Uh, there's going to be some more videos coming up real soon. Uh, it, that's because Michael's helping by answering questions, running the website, doing all this stuff. You guys know him. You guys love him. He's been helping, writing some great articles, doing all that stuff. I want to thank him for that. And of course, uh, Matt as well for doing that. Uh, the Gear Wars, it's great to help have some some resources to rely on. Those guys are great. I appreciate them. And I, I just want to say that again. And uh, so you guys want to do pick the guitar now, or you want to just do some more questions? Uh, what do you guys want to do? We'll decide. What do you guys tell me? I'm waiting for a comment. <laughs> so, uh, and you know what? I'm going to say, you know, we'll wait. We're going to, oh, pick. Okay, we'll do it. Pick it. All right, let's go. All right, so here's the deal. We're going to take a few minutes. Don't worry, we'll go a little over time today. We we'll won't miss any questions, I promise. We're going to pick the guitar we're going to give away. So if you guys came late to this, let me explain what's going on. If you want to participate, all you have to do is go to Sweetwater right now. You go to uh, Guitars. In fact, I'll show you guys what to do. I'm just letting you know, we're going to pick a guitar to give away next week. Next week when I'm at Sweetwater, I asked them if we could give away a guitar. They said yes. Uh, and I said, can we... Uh, 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 you know, for the, for the winner, can, can the, can we pick it out? And they said, absolutely. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to go to Sweetwater. So here's the deal. We'll go screen share. You're going to be, if you can either, you can either go and do it, or you can just watch what I'm doing. Either if you're listening to us as a podcast, just listen to the sound of my voice. Uh, okay. So sweetwater.com, go to guitars, go to electric guitars, Go to solid body guitars. This is just the stuff I picked. So we're going to stick with what I picked. Uh, what you want to do is hit PRS and Schecter. So I think you have to do it each time you click. Yeah, you have to. And then after you click that one, select Schecter. And then we're going to select uh, Epiphone. And this is because they asked me not to, to, to get too crazy with, you know, all the different and Squire. So the brands you pick are PRS, Schecter, uh, Epiphone and Squire. Again, they, they say we could have whatever we want, but I, I want to, you know, keep it under control. And then the price category, we want to pick between three and $500. And what you should be seeing is what I'm seeing, which is one of 42 guitars. The only stipulation is of course, the guitar has to be in stock because they can't give us a guitar. They don't have, we're going to pick the guitar today. You guys are, that is the guitar, the exact guitar that will be picked next week to get a 55 point inspection and setup, And we will pick on episode 90, which will be at 11 AM Eastern time with Mitch Gallagher and me, we will pick a winner. I'm not going to tell you how we're going to pick the winner. You'll be there. I promise you'll have fun. Uh, and, uh, and if you don't win, I promise you'll enjoy the fact that we will, um, You'll get to see all the stuff we're going to do. We're going to do some crazy stuff with it. And uh, and then and and soon before we end this episode, I'll tell you about another crazy announcement that I think you'll enjoy as well. Um, so a lot of people are saying PRS, a kind of a Schecter. Uh, and guys help me too. I'm kind of, especially the moderators. If you guys, I'm trying to mentally just kind of, you know, file this down. We got some Epiphone Schecter. We've done this before. Squire. Um, so uh, we'll pick a guitar. We're going to pick the, not the exact guitar. We're just going to pick the brand that you guys want to see. And then we'll, once we pick the brand, we'll pick the exact model. So uh, a lot of you guys are saying, oh yeah, like the Fender model player. It's got to be a Squire. Pick Squire. They would let us pick a Fender. I just figured uh, we should pick something that, that you guys, because here's my thought process while, while you guys are looking and, and doing stuff. 
I, I wanted to pick a guitar. So, you know, I don't, I, I wanted to pick a guitar that if, you know, since only one of us is going to win it, one of you guys is going to win it. Um, the rest of you, when I make the video, I want to pick a guitar that's not common, but enough common enough to where when you see the process being done, maybe you could relate it to some kind of guitar you have. And I thought that's a great video and, you know, in, in, in entertainment wise, a lot of you guys look at, man, it looks like PRS is just killing it. So, um, uh, and, and if anyone else, um, is seeing anything else other than me, I mean, Epiphone Schecter, I see a lot of Schecter. I see a lot of Epiphone. Uh, I definitely feel like I'm going to say Squire's out of the running. So it's definitely PRS, Epiphone, and Schecter. Uh, so no more votes for Squire because I kicked it out. Um, so it's Schecter, PRS, and Epiphone. Guys. <laughs> All right. PRS, 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 Epiphone. Okay, I kicked Schecter out now. Sorry, guys. This is how I got to do this. So now in the in the category, uh, what I want you to think about is just Epiphone or PRS, and I'm going to do the vibe. And uh, so I'm only looking at PRS and Epiphones. A lot of Epis now. PRSs, PRS, Epiphone. Man, these guys are really killing it. Uh, I'm going to say PRS. It looks like a lot of PRS. I mean, a lot of PRS. All right, PRS. You know what? It's tight. Again, we're just doing this, you know, I can't be perfect, but I'm going to say PRS. All right. So now that we've eliminated everything down to that, uh, hold on. I got to get back to my screen. Uh, so do me a favor. Just filter everything out. That isn't PRS. So we're looking at PRS guitars. So I'll look at the same thing and you guys should be seeing what I see in my screen share. Um, just give it a second. Let me undo the squire. Okay. So, uh, wow. I don't think there's a whole lot in stock. Uh, in fact, I'm double checking. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. So I'm assuming if we don't see an actual picture, we don't, uh, we don't get it. So the only two I see is that SE standard 245 and the standard 24. Is that what you guys, you guys agree again, keep in mind, I'm, you know, I'm managing a lot all at once. Uh, um, 245, 24, 245, 245, 24. It feels 50-50. 24, uh, 24, 245. Uh, literally, uh, now there's a bunch of two. Uh, that's crazy. Because it looks like you guys are literally 50-50 on this as fast as I'm looking at them. Again, it's impossible to do official counts. I just got to vibe it. Um, a lot of 245s all of a sudden. 245s, 245s, a lot of 24s. What do you think? Coin, coin toss since we're looking at two guitars? Can we coin toss? Okay. I'm going to coin toss it. So I have a coin. Uh, and you guys can't see that. <laughs> I have a coin. <laughs> I just realized. Uh, heads or tails? So uh, I'm going to say tails is the 245 and heads is the uh, uh, 24. Okay. So what did I say? Yeah. Tails is the 245 and heads is the 24. Uh, I'll put my hand so you can see it. I don't know how to do this, man. Right? Don't I just flip it, catch it, and do that? Yep. Like that, right? I'll do it again so you guys see it. My hands. This is hard. Do that. That. And what are we? I can't even see. Heads. So is that the 24? That's the 24, right? That's what I said. Right? That's the 24. Uh, heads. Yep. 24. All right. So that's what we picked. I know it was like a very unconventional way. I hope you guys had some fun. That's all it was about was to have some fun and find the guitar. So this is the guitar. Um, 
Oh, okay, cool. We get to play more. There's more to the game. Already? This is cool. Let me go back to screen share. Start screen share. All right, there's two. There's a seven pound. Well, we want the seven pounder, right? A seven pounder, eight pound. What do you guys want? The lighter one, right? I mean, if you guys, you know, <laughs> silver sky. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to say you guys are just putting the weirdest stuff now. Yeah. Seven pounds, seven pounds, eight pounds. Really? Eight pounds, seven pounds, seven pounds, seven, seven, eight, eight, seven, seven. Yeah, it's seven. Okay. So, so here's the deal. Let me go back to the screen. So we're going to say add to cart. So I just added it to cart. Uh, so that's the, it's a PRS standard 24. That's seven pounds. Sounds cool. All right, we did it. And, uh, and if there's any, uh, problems, we'll have a backup. The backup was, we'll just pick the other one, I guess it's one of the two. Um, and let me get out of the screen share. Stop screen sharing that. That was fun. So here's the cool part. So next Wednesday, again, 11 a.m., uh, Eastern time. I'll tie, I'll have it link and I'll put a link on the website and we'll put a link on the Facebook. I'll put a link everywhere I can. So you guys know that it happens. It's a one hour episode. It's just know your gear live number 90. Mitch will join us and we will pick a winner to uh, win the guitar. And then after we pick the winner, we are going to film the guitar, getting everything, the 55 point inspection. And then uh, maybe I'll review that and then check out and see what I think of that. And then we'll do the setup and we'll check that out. And again, we'll put all that together in a video and then uh, Sweetwater will mail the person their guitar uh, and uh, it'll be cool. And, and hopefully you win it. I'm hoping you guys, you know, especially, uh, you know, I hope all you win it, but I don't think that's going to happen. Only one of you. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, really cool. So I, again, I, I hope it'll be, I hope uh, this will be fun, but here's the cool part. That's not the only guitar we're going to give away. I just can't tell you what the other guitar is and why, uh, what it is. There's, a, there's a little shenanigans going on again. And I, uh, all that will come to bear. And I promise that'll be even more entertaining than this, I think. And I think this is entertaining. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, what else do we got going on? The, uh, uh, we got to probably get back to some questions, <laughs> right? We got to get back to some questions. Uh, all right. Where do we leave off? We left off. Uh, I got a couple penned and we got a couple to find. So here's one that's penned from Gordon. It says, Hey, Phil, thanks so much for doing the QAs. Any tips on making a gloss, a gloss back of a neck finish feel smoother and less sticky? Uh, yeah, it, I, I, I use steel wool. And I will rough it up a little bit as that's your problem. Sometimes sticky, uh, sometimes gloss necks feel sticky. Um, you understand you're, you're going to devalue your guitar if you do that. Um, however, in a lot of guitars cases, the reason why I like a little steel wool is not sandpaper is if you take some steel wool, like triple lot, uh, steel wool and just rough it up a little bit and it gives it just a bit, a little bit of a matte finish. It's not going to be totally matte, but just a little bit matte like, um, and sometimes you can use painters tape and like tape off like music man does the headstock and the the base of the the neck where it goes on and just expose just the fretboard you touch but the great part about that is if a year or two later or some time later you decide to sell the guitar you can uh well if you know how to buff it you can buff it back out uh if not you can take it to a local shop that you trust and have them buff it back out so that is a possible to buff it back to a shine it can be done so that's a, something i recommend for doing that although i don't recommend for financial reasons you doing that although I have done it many times. So that's why I said, I can't tell you not to do it because I do it, but I will tell you that there's ramifications financially for doing that, especially if you can't put it back the way it was. Uh, so think about that. Uh, Servando Flores Tristan. Nice name. 
says, could you please recommend a neck and middle pickup for an HSS Strat uh, with Rosewood fretboard? I cur currently have a JB in the bridge. Uh, yeah, the JB, um, I, I like this. The, the, you can do the, the Seymour Duncan SSL1s, man. And, and they go great if you want the single coil sound. Uh, that's a great uh, thing to do. If you don't necessarily want the single coil sound, I just like that because if you match up, if you have a Seymour Duncan bridge pickup, you understand that a lot of times, you know, if you go with the other pickups like Fender and stuff, you're going to have to uh, check the polarities out because you might have to reverse the the ground and the hot on the Seymour Duncan because they're different than the uh, Fenders. It gets a little tricky. But so that's why if you go with all Seymour Duncan, it's a little easier, lines up a little nice. The other suggestion I can hand, you can put a little 59 in the in the neck position and then uh, a duck bucker a little, you know, in the middle. But um, I would do an SSL uh, one or SSL three. Uh, just keep it keep stratty pickups they sound great uh, and i've liked them with my jbs uh isaac johnson says thanks phil uh new les paul hang on the wall temperature control room average humidity 45 percent in the winter down 20 percent should i worry about fret sprout get a humidifier you know uh so les pauls are not supposed to have fret sprout per se uh when i did the fret sprout video this week uh, one of the questions that i didn't get a chance to answer was somebody said what about Les Paul's fret sprout. Um, you got to understand if you know what I'm talking about, fret, the frets on a Les Paul, they cut them in inside the, uh, the actual uh, binding. Cause they have the little plastic nubs, you know, on the binding. And it's, I've seen those nubs crack the front, the next shrank and the frets broke that binding, but uh, it should not happen. Uh, so, you know, um, and, and hopefully on a Les Paul. So I, I can tell you this, I've done very little to no fret sprout jobs on a, Gibson Les Paul. Um, what I have unfortunately seen is where the frets do crack that those those bindings, um, and and that's something that you can visually inspect and see if that's coming. You know what I mean? You you shouldn't ever if you check your guitar regularly, regularly being weekly or monthly, you shouldn't have that sneak up as a problem on you, and so you should be fine. So I wouldn't overstress about that. You know what I mean? That's just one of the ones I wouldn't stress about. That's what's great. That's one of the benefits of binding is it takes a lot, you know, it takes a lot for those frets to push that stuff out. Uh, and then, uh, and Zellos makes a good point. Not all Les Pauls are uh, bound, right? Yeah, correct. So like if you have a studio Les Paul, then yeah, you'll have fret sprout issues. But I always tell people if in that case, fret sprout is not something you should fear. Um, and that was kind of why I talked about that video uh, and did that video. Don't, don't fear it. It sucks. I get it. it. It sucks if it happens because you have to correct it, whether you correct it or have to take it to a shop. The good thing is this. Once uh, neck shrinks and the frets pop out and you have the fret sprout corrected, I've only seen very few cases where you need an additional fret sprout later. You don't need time. It's it's just not common to, to have to continually do that. If you do, it's going to be really rare. Maybe you live in Arizona like I do and it's really dry and there's all, maybe the guitar's neck was not dried at all. I mean, there's going to be a ton of reasons why all that happens. But uh, yeah, once it's corrected once, it's pretty much it's done. And, uh, and the question is, well, what about, you know, can it expand back out? Uh, it can, but again, the extremes that it would take to rehydrate dead wood is, is crazy. Um, and so, you know, I've never actually seen it. I've just heard from other luthiers that that live in places like Brazil and stuff where it's like, you can have a lot of humidity uh, that it, it's possible. So uh, again, it's possible. I still haven't seen it, but it is possible. So yeah, don't, don't fear this stuff. That's why we have this uh, know your gear channel, right? It's about, it's about 
we don't fear anything, right? Uh, you're your own warranty, man. You can, I promise you, everybody can learn to do enough on their guitar to, to maintain it. And more importantly, least at the very least, I hope what you learn from all this stuff. And that's the whole point of uh, all sharing all this information is at least learn how to communicate with techs and at least learn how to figure out who the good repair people are because you're uh, in informed enough to have a discussion besides, you know, uh, just, you know, lost, you know, deer in the headlights kind of look, you know, so you're, you'll be fine. The fact that, you know, is, is no one's half the battle, little GI Joe talk. Um, so let's go ahead and go to the next question. All right. What do we got? Um, okay. So this is from Zine Kroby says new SG neck flexes too much can literally detune it while slightly flexing during play. Is this a thing? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know specifically on SGs, but yeah, if your neck's thin, yeah, you can. Uh, I've seen players do crazy stuff. They, they're just aggressive enough they can move the neck. Uh, of course. Um, it, I'm, I'm curious, though. Here's what I'm curious about. If you've... Obviously, the neck being thin or something like that can be causing the problem, but sometimes what causes that is there's no tension whatsoever on the truss rod. That sometimes is a factor, um, and especially with SGs. And SGs, yes, their necks, their necks move a lot. And it just, there's a thousand reasons for that. And I'm a net, uh, an SG fan, so I understand that. But uh, the uh, they all, they'll move to the point where they're notoriously for not only going uh, uh, sharp, you know, pulling back, they'll actually go flat by pushing forward on their own, much less you doing it. So I would just make sure that there is, the truss rod is not loose. And uh, even if it, it's a dual action truss rod and you push it either way, just make sure it's not set to lo totally loose. It doesn't need to be pushing on the, but it can't have any, like I said, it can't have any play on, on the, uh, on the end of it. Uh, Neil says, Hey, Phil, your opinion on Mexican versus Japanese strats. Also, what is the difference between made in ja Japan and, MIJ and CIJ crafted in Japan, uh, and are they better years models than others? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, crafted, that's like crafted in China and made in China. I, I don't know. You know, this, I, I don't want to say anything that I, I don't know anything about. I don't know specifically why something is called crafted in and made in. I never really kind of thought to look, it's kind of something that may be interesting at this point. Um, and I mostly see it. So, you know, mostly when I see made in and crafted in it's China. Stuff all of a sudden says crafted in China versus made in China. So uh, I'm curious if that's the same thing. Uh, it almost uh, eludes, doesn't it? Like crafted is handmade and made in is manufactured. But I don't think that's a thing. I just think that's something they say. Um, and Mexican versus Japanese strats. The, the, to me, it's not. Some people argue quality differences. You know, the Japanese ones are just the best. And the Mexican ones are not as good and blah, blah, blah. But, but. Uh, to me, it's mostly about specification differences. The made in Japanese strats to me are different in the fact that the necks are usually thinner. They feel different. It's a different feeling guitar. So to me, it's, uh, you know, when people, I, 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 my experience messing with them, well, here's the thing, my experience working on them, working on them, the Japanese ones, Japanese ones always seem better constructed than the made in Mexico ones. And they seem better fit and finished too. However, playing them. I prefer Mexican ones because I like a slightly thicker neck and I like some of the options that the Mexican ones have. So, you know, again, it's, it's a little tough, but, uh, but yes, uh, a lot of players really, the whole main Japan thing with Fender is a really interesting story. Maybe that would be a cool five things video because there's a lot to, to why Fender did what it did when it was working with Fujigen and doing Japanese guitars, uh, trainer trombone, 
Trinner. I'm saying it wrong, man, but it doesn't matter. Main J, uh, MIJ versus CIJ is when it's made. Newer stuff usually says CIJ. Okay, so new, yeah, newer stuff says CIJ, older stuff says MIJ. I, I can see that. I can see that for sure. Um, so, you know, it's, I, I think that's how the China thing works too. It, lately, it seems like it says crafted in China. <laughs> so, uh, Cheddar Kung Pao says, throw some free strings in with a guitar for me. Ha 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 ha. That's so funny. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to go. Like I said, um, what else? And, uh, crook, crook, crooked goat. Wasn't there a movie minute stares at goats or something? Crooked goat says, thanks for all the great tips and tricks, man. Thank you for saying thank you. I appreciate that. And then on that note, uh, we'll go uh, to talk about this. Uh, this is important because it's a time-sensitive issue. I got to talk about this. Uh, there is, uh, let me go to it. Uh, let me go to the thing. Uh, give me a second, guys. Just give me a second. All right. So we do the t-shirts of the month, and that's and that's not the big deal here. The big deal here is this t-shirt is important. Here's why it's important, because it's a time-sensitive t-shirt. Uh First thing I want to let you guys know, we started a new feature. It's really cool. If you go to the knowyourgear.net website, there's a store there. And if you go there right here, I think you're, we're screen sharing, right? We screen sharing? Yeah, we are. Uh, if you go there, let me go back to it. Okay, we we'll go there. There's a buy here tab, but more importantly, this little code, that's to save 10% off. So we're giving you a discount code. So you can click there now if you want to use the discount code. Uh, if you're a patron, please don't use this code because you have your own codes and they're obviously deeper discounts for you guys uh, do patrons. So don't worry about that. But that's not what I'm here to show you. I'm not here to sell you the t-shirts. The I got to tell you this because this is something that Mike and my wife came up with. They wanted to do this. They did it. They made a Christmas shirt. Um, it's a new year Christmas shirt. Somebody already saw it. Cause I was so, I saw we sold one. Uh, but the reason it's important is obviously if you don't order it now, it's not going to be there for Christmas. So, uh, I, why you would want a Christmas shirt. I don't know. I think maybe their logic was, you know, maybe you want like a, you know, your office party's having like an ugly Christmas shirt. I don't know. I, Christmas shirt. <laughs> so there's a Christmas shirt. Uh, and I need to share it with you because obviously unlike other shirts, it's all very going to, it's all, not only is it going to be a limited time, it's only makes sense if you buy it now. Uh, cause I don't know why you would want it if you weren't going to use it for the holidays. So, uh, there's the shirt. So there you go. I thought I would share with you. They wanted to do it. I thought it was great. Uh, once they told me about it, that was funny. Um, but that ties into the thing I wanted to do. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And today, literally within 30 minutes of the show going live, I told Mike on the phone, I'm going to do it. Here's what I want to do. First of all, I want to give away a guitar uh, to uh, and have a contest. So we're going to have a contest. We're going to be limited. You're going to see we got some stuff to give away for the holidays. But this guitar is a competition. We're giving a guitar away for a competition. I'm not going to tell you what kind of guitar. I'm not going to tell you anything yet. I'm just going to warn you guys ahead of time so no one gets mad at me because it's a competition. Here's what the competition is. Okay. Again, if you go, let me go ahead and share with you. Uh, let me share. Sure. This is the one. Should be. Okay. So you guys should. Okay. So if you go to the uh, knowyourgear.net uh, uh, website, there is a uh, our community page and it's all the people that have taken pictures of their shirts and sent them to me. And I've been thinking about this for a while now, so long when I look at these pictures, we got to do something because there's so many of you have done this and it's so cool. It literally makes my day. Anytime one of these just pop in on my cell phone, it's like, 
it's just the coolest thing to to have a to have something that you share with people that they buy into and they do is just the coolest thing. So what are we gonna do? I'm gonna pick 20 people, 20 shirts, pitchers that I think are the best, craziest, funnest pitchers. I don't know, maybe because it speaks to me. I'm picking them. Uh, you know, maybe it's a great shirt. Maybe it was funny. Maybe it was, you know, uh, uh, you know, cool. Maybe it was unique. I don't know. I'm going to pick 20 shirts and, uh, pitchers. These are pitchers and, uh, I'm going to pick them. And then what I'm going to do, go back to me. Uh, there you go. Is, um, is uh uh then once i pick the 20 i will put them on the website we'll make an announcement on a live show you guys will vote the final 20 down to you know the top three and then the top one we'll probably do a top three and uh the winner will get a guitar and then we'll get some other prizes out to you guys so the reason i'm telling you guys this was i told mike today that i was just going to do this i want something i wanted to do i thought it would be fun for the holidays to you know fun something to do on the live show to talk about too and uh, we talked about how it's kind of messed up to announce something like that and not get anybody a chance to to do it. So you guys have time to do it. I want to do this uh, in the middle of December to give the, the, the guitar away. So it gets to somebody by uh, the ho- you know, Christmas at the end of the year, you know, rain that, that time frame. And uh, so that's what we'll do. Uh, so you guys are on notice. If you have pictures and you want to send them in uh, and you haven't done it, uh, do it. If you guys uh, could, if you have sent pictures in the past, you're already entered. You have to do nothing. Um, but please, please, if you could go on the website, look for your picture. If you're not there, don't assume we have it or we know where it is. Please mail it to Ask Know Your Gear with the title picture and the subject. If you want to send us a picture, send the picture. If you have a great idea, if you'd like to redo a picture just because you sent in one now and now you're like, oh, well, now he's up in the ante. Let's get crazier. Uh, do that. The only, requ- the only requirement I have is I absolutely just for because I'm a dad. I'm sorry. It's part of dad DNA. Uh, if you do anything crazy or dangerous, not only will I not consider you, I, I'll probably send you a, a, an email back uh, telling you you know, you get a lecture, but, um, yeah, so don't do anything dangerous, uh, because I won't, I won't even consider it. Um, uh, again, you know, this is meant to be fun. I don't want to hurt anybody hitting hurt to win a guitar. Um, so we'll do something cool. And I promise you the guitar, I'm not going to say it's guitar is expensive or crazy. I promise the guitar will be fun and unique and interesting. Uh, it will be something that it, it's, it's, you know, like I said, we have a lot planned. So as it unfolds over the next couple of days, the next week or two, uh, everything will be unfolding before December. You guys will probably smell, it cooking up what we're doing. So I just wanted to let you know. And again, after talking to Mike, I agreed giving you guys a heads up to do that is a good idea. Plus, you know, some of you guys might want to buy a shirt and why not that funds the channel and helps us do crazy stuff. So, uh, and there you go. And then I think I officially I'm done talking about shirts for the rest of the year. I don't think I want to talk about them anymore. So, (laughs) so if you don't buy a Christmas shirt, if do this, that's fine. I don't care, but I'm done talking about shirts so we can focus on other stuff because I'm burnt out. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, ice pick 19 says I need an American telecaster to clean, complete my collection. <laughs> you know, there's, <laughs> there's I, something I identify with. And, uh, what are your thoughts on the offset model in blue, uh, resale and playing uh, comfort issues? Thanks. Uh, so you're talking about that weird offset of one where they did the hybrid. It's half telly and half offset guitar. I assume that's the one you want in the, in the, uh, like, I think it's like Lake Placid blue. Uh, well, buddy, you may have fell into this accidentally, and but it's uh, going to happen to you. I think you should buy it because I'm going to. That's the new official policy here. If you think you should buy a guitar, I'm just kidding. I'm going to make that the policy, but let's honest be honest too. What do I think about the resale value? Um, it, it, it's literally a coin toss, like we did earlier today for winning a guitar. Um, you you 
it could be worth double what you paid for it and it could be worth half of what you paid for it because it's so extreme. My guess is it's probably not going to fall into a normal resale value. You're either going to uh, be able to bank on it or lose your your butt on it. And um, unfortunately, there's no there's no logic to that. Uh, so you buy it because you want it. And then, you know, and then, uh, but also I, I factor in resale value when I buy stuff too, because you never know, but, uh, definitely buy it cause you want it. And then, you know, but the resale value on this one is not going to have, it's not going to help. So you got to want it. Um, let's see. Uh, Uh, you know, here's a great question. Uh, C uh, Y B R C Y B three R three V I L. Jeez, man, can you have more letters and numbers? Okay. Anyways, uh, it says, why would you buy a guitar for the resale value? You know, this is a great question. A lot of people will say this. I, a comment I see on you know on on the channel a lot is like, I don't buy guitars for the resale because I plan to keep them, and I think that's great. And um, but I can tell you this, it's kind of like a uh experience uh not as a collector just trust me as a guy who's sold i've sold millions of dollars of guitars i mean personally millions of dollars of guitars i've sold them uh if i if you want me to throw money down on a bet i'm gonna bet you, most guitars are gonna get resold uh, it's just that's why and i think so 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 do I think people who say they don't resell the guitars are buying it and they're not going to resell it? Are they, they're, they're in denial? No, they could be telling the truth. But the reality is there, if I was going to bet 60, 40, 60 says 60% 60 chance says that most guitars, when you buy them, get sold. And uh, that's why the resale market is so huge because we, we cycle reason is, is for all kinds of reasons. Everybody always thinks of it like a growing out of thing. It's always funny to me. It's always like I buy a guitar and then if you buy an expensive guitar, you won't grow out of it. Well, you, you know, it doesn't matter what growing out of it. Um, you know, I'll, I'll point out a guitar for me. That's perfect example. Cause it's in the room and it's easy to point out this, uh, I've been this gym. This is a real one. This is the, the, the real deal. Um, this is a luxury item for me. I don't play this guitar ever. In fact, I don't even know why it's on the wall right now. It has to be a reason. Oh, because it's missing its strap. I need to put a strap on it. So I brought it in here because I have to put the pink strap on it. Uh, so because uh, I used the pink strap for a video once and then I took it off and I got to put it back on. But my point is, this is a guitar I just thought was cool back in the day. Uh, I bought it because of a collector's piece and now I have it. And there's a more story about my, my buddy Joe because it was Joe's and now it's mine. And, uh, but my point is, is that, uh, what's my point? My point to this is really that, uh, uh, obviously I think about the resale value on the guitar, but there's just guitars. Sometimes you just buy them and you just know you're not going to keep them. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll try to keep that guitar as long as I can, but it's a collector's piece. It's not the guitar I play all the time. So sometimes people are just players and sometimes those are collectors and sometimes you're a mix of both. But I, I like to go into every situation, uh, with a, a plan B that's all. So I don't really intend, in fact, the best way to put this actually, cause I know I've been ranting for a while. The best way to put it for me is I don't plan to resell any guitar. I buy every guitar. I buy, I have a hundred percent intention to keep it forever. And, but the reality for me and a lot of players, I hate to say it is that a large percentage of the guitars don't stay. Although I have guitars that have been, I've been around for a long time now and they just stick with me. Some don't, some don't. Um, and then BBG Ninja says, don't sell mine or pedals. You know what? BBG Ninja, that is actually uh, commendable. And I think if you can do that, it's great. I have a couple of friends, uh, uh, that are exactly like that. I have a, I have a friend who, you know, like never sells anything he buys. 
he just gets it and he's just had it forever. Like it's just, and that's, he's just probably maybe smarter than me. And that happens, or he's maybe just more methodical about his purchases than me. Um, but, uh, but also it depends on what you're trying to get out of it. A lot of times when I buy a guitar, I'm more interested in the experience of the guitar than sometimes the guitar itself. Like when I bought a, I bought a Rickenbacker. I've talked about this. I had a Rickenbacker for a while. Uh, I loved it, but when I bought it, it was, it wasn't that I needed it in my collection. It wasn't that I, you know, when I bought it, I knew I was going to sell it. It wasn't even that I got a good deal and I could flip it and make some money. It was that I always wanted to know what it was like to own one. And I want to know what appealed to people. And so I got an opportunity to buy one used and I bought it and I liked it, but I realized it's probably not the guitar for me. And so I let it go at some point. So sometimes there's reasons why you do what you do. You know, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Okay, and then Tress says, hey, Phil, love the channel. Do you have an opinion on the Brian Mays BMG LE model guitars? I don't. Uh, I just thought I'd answer the question because uh, I saw Brian May and I'm like, uh, uh, but no, unfortunately, I have no experience with that, that instrument other than, you know, seeing pictures of them. Uh, oh, here's a good one. Ed wants to know, Phil, what do you think of the Fender Custom Shop 69 pickups? I love them. I, I like love them. They were some of my favorite single coil pickups. And, uh, and here's why I like the, I like that. They're a little, uh, punchier. I think there's a little bit more, uh, you know, they're not high output by any means, but there's just a little more bass, a little bit more power behind them. I like them. I'm not a fan of the fifties era pickups, uh, for strats. It's not my thing. They're a little bright and shiny. And I think there's a lot of great uh, things that I need. I can't, you know, I've said this before. I kind of like the tone sometimes for me a little darker. And the reason is, is cause I use that as a, you know, sometimes I use the, the darker tones and sometimes in the videos, you guys will say, Hey, Phil, your tone's a little, you know, dark. That's something I learned over time is to hide. It's, it's a crutch. You know what I mean? Uh, I think the brighter and cleaner a, a tone is the, the more dead on you have to be when you're playing, man. And I hate to say it, man. Uh, you know, I'd love to tell you guys like, ah, yeah, you know, everything's easy. But the truth is some days, uh, my playing is better than others. And, uh, on the weaker days, man, I would like to be able to, uh, you know, hide as much of the mess ups as possible. <laughs> so, you know, you know, I mean, it's just how it goes, which may probably make sense because I'm so much more comfortable on bass. And if and my bass tone is much brighter and much more dialed in and focused, it's almost like I'm, I'm trying to be as articulate as possible on the bass, but on the guitar, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take away, you know, it's kind of like, being a bigger guy, I don't want horizontal stripes. So I don't want bright tones on the guitar. I'm not trying to emphasize my weaknesses. I'm trying to, uh, you know, uh, unemphasize them. <laughs> so that's, that's my logic. Uh, so there you go. Uh, okay. So, uh, what else do we got? We got some announcements. Let me make sure I didn't miss any of the, uh, the, the pen questions because there was a few of those. Um, Hold on. I'm just going to give me a second to scan through them. They were pretty, pretty straight forward. Okay. I don't think I missed any. Okay, cool. Uh, and the announcements, we got through all that. This is crazy. Let's see. Hold on. Let me check this off. Like I said, I got a list. Um, okay. So I'm going to just uh, say something else to happen. Uh, I, I, it's not official yet. It's, uh, but I thought I would uh, share it with you guys. Uh, I was asked to do a thing called asked asked and answered on reddit um and that will be on the 21st and uh, i'm excited about that i will be making more announcements about that as well um i'm very excited about this uh and i want to i want to reach out or just let you guys know that that's coming up it's going to be the 21st at 3 p.m eastern time uh 
if you guys are familiar with that. And uh, I will put all the links in down before. In fact, let me click it and uh, so I can share with you. If you want to know more about it, I'll make sure there's a link. That's why I'm going to talk about it so I can put a link. Uh, so for our guitar, uh, it's 400,000 subscribers. I'm excited to do this. It's a big deal to be asked to, uh, to do this. Um, and I'm very excited about it. So please, please, uh, like I said, join me on that day. Um, and we'll, I'll do some more official announcements uh, as it firms up. But I, I think that's the uh, unofficial. Um, that's the unofficial part that they've asked me to do it. And I said yes. And that's the, te the tentative plan. So I'd like to start promoting as much as I can. And uh, other than that, I think we got everything, man. We talked about the Gear Wars. We talked about the Christmas shirts. We did. We picked the guitar. I'm excited about that. Uh, like I said, next week I will be at Sweetwater. You guys, uh, I have a bunch of videos, uh, literally not only planned, but timed out to do, and they'll be great. Uh, there's a video coming out this Sunday that it's going to be very important to me, and I would appreciate it if you guys not only look for that, but would uh, you know give it a uh, give it a view because it is important to me. Uh, and uh, and that's because this Sunday is uh, Veterans Day. I want to I want to share something with you guys that's important to me. And uh, other than that, you guys were awesome. Um, and I appreciate you guys spending time with me. And let's try to do one, maybe two more quick questions before we go, because there's still almost 900 of us hanging out. Uh, uh, Tim said, tell uh, Shauna not to forget the coffee mug. I will make sure she does the coffee mug. She's having coffee mug problems. So, you know, Tim. Uh, uh, Teespring changed some kind of format on her, and she's dealing with that. Um, so that I, and, and you know what, I feel weird when I say that stuff. Cause that's not something she told me. I just kind of heard it. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay. I got it. Um, all right. Um, the, what do we have? Uh, uh, Brian Stewart says, uh, thanks for serving. Thank you for, for, thanking me. Uh, hey, it says how, uh, Hey, do you have a favorite delay pedal, Brian? Uh, and, um, Brian, yeah, my favorite delay pedal is my acid reflux by, uh, Taurus pedals. And uh, I just love that pedal. I like the DD three too. Also, I should say D three, three also, uh, it's a boss pedal. I know a lot of you guys are in the Strymons and all these crazy great delays. And I have a couple great delays that are, you know, just over the top and, 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 and I have like the carbon copy and the carbon copy bright. And, but I don't know what it is, man. The acid reflux is just never going to waver for me. It's just this pedal that I just, I, I, I use it. It would probably be, I would probably say out of any pedal I've ever owned and you know, I, it's the pedal I just, I always have. And so, and the DD three is also just the pedal I use for backup on that as well. So yeah, acid reflux for sure. And then also Brian, just so you know, um, uh, the, uh, the shirt picture that I wanted to share with everybody, uh, it's, uh, I decided to wait cause I want to uh, enter you. I entered you in the contest. Um, and I want to share it then. And, uh, but I do want to thank Brian cause we talked about this. Like right now we talk about, uh, well in this one more question, we'll end the show with this. When we're talking about, uh, I saw talk about more about sharing some of the stuff people send me. Uh, here's a coffee mug that I got from, uh, the artistic autistic, uh, with Micah. And I just want to thank drawing with Micah. And I, I, I want to appreciate that because it helped keep the water to keep my voice going today. And then Brian, uh, I got a cool story. We'll end on the cool story. One more question. And then the cool story. So let me do the question out of order. Let's do the question and do the cars. So it says, um, uh, oh, mukbang just did a, uh, uh, mukbang fatty said, uh, thanks for your service. Uh, yeah, th uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, the, um, 
the question is what's the question there was one i just saw it was great um Michael says, hey, how does the GNL tribute stack up against the player's uh, series strat? I don't know, but that would be a video I would be willing to do. So I'm working on GNL. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're working with me to get a tribute to, to us to, uh, to review. So that is happening as far as I know. We're going to be reviewing a tribute GNL. Uh, so there you go. And then the question is... Oh, man. Uh... Okay, thumbs up. Make sure you guys do thumbs ups. Oh, Tony says, hey, any response from Crimson Guitars on the beer caster? Uh, sorry to spam. Just not sure if my posts got getting lost. No, 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 you're good. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen them comment yet. Uh, and there's a lot of comments there and I, I read them all. Um, the uh, But usually when they comment, you know, another YouTuber comments, it posts them up to the top. I haven't seen them uh, comment yet. Not yet. But I'm curious, too, to see what they think of it. I hope they enjoyed it. I, I Like I said, I had a blast doing it. It was a lot of work, but it was fun. And I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it as well. Uh, so that's cool. So um, so let's talk about Brian's, uh, what he sent me. So uh, he sent me some pics, but that's not the important part of the story. The important part of the story was he used to be a uh, limo driver back in the day. And he used to uh, be a driver for like musicians. So he's met, you know, like, uh, you know, Eric Clapton and he met Nikki Six. And so he sent me some pics and it just came in the mail. It was great. One of the pics was Clapton's and that that's cool, man. He gave me a pic that actually our Clapton gave to him. And I, I really appreciate that. It was powerful. But I don't know if he did it on purpose or if he just lucked out with this. And I'm going to say it's probably a little bit of both. He sent me a pic that Nikki Six gave him and it's from the 1989 uh, Motley Crue tour. And it says the best mother effing tour in his right ever and uh, and in metal. And it, it, anyways, the important part of the story is this. That was the very first concert I ever went to uh, ever was Motley Crue 1989. It was my very Dr. Fogo tour. It was my very first concert. But the reason it's important to me and, and to my wife was even though we weren't together at the time, we weren't dating, uh, we didn't even know each other that was actually her very first concert that same night at the same show. So it's kind of funny. Like me and my wife have been together. Now we've been married 20 years. We've been dating 23 years and we've known each other. Um, what do we figure out? 31 years. And if that makes us sound old, we've known each other since we were kids, literally kids, uh, like junior high kids. That's how long we've known each other. And, uh, so it's kind of cool cause we've known each other for so long. And that was one of the few experiences we had, you know, that's predates when we knew each other and that actually happened. Uh, so that was great. You know, when I showed it to her, she was excited too. She, you know, she, uh, so that was great. I want to thank you for that. Uh, like I said, I thought I would share with you guys some of the cool stuff, um, you know, that comes in, you know, kind of like the, uh, what do we call it? The, um, I forgot what we call it, like the, you know, show and tell. And then Lando 27 music says, did you discuss the Fender 50 XL? Have a good weekend. I didn't discuss it. Fender didn't send that to me. They sent me a Mustang review for the version two. My understanding is, I'm guessing, I'm guessing. Fender uh, has decided, it looks like, to embrace social media a little bit. So what they've done is that it looks like they're sending the pedals out to the YouTubers. Uh, they sent the Mustang out to like, I don't know, a dozen YouTubers. I was one of them to share with you guys that there was that was happening. And then they sh uh, shipped out the... Uh, the uh, champion XL to other YouTubers. So it looks like talking to other YouTubers, it looks like they put us in categories. That's what it seems like. Half of us got Mustangs to review and half has got 50 XLs. I didn't get a 50 XL. Um, I don't feel 
that it's right of me to tell you what YouTubers did get them, but I promise you there's videos coming out, I think next week or the week after that. Um, the YouTubers that have them, I guess, are putting them out at a certain time. And uh, and uh, so that's what happened with that. And then of course, they're, you know, the YouTube, uh, our Fender asked all the YouTubers to start promoting the uh, guitar lessons. Uh, I got that. I think, uh, everybody, every YouTuber, I think got, uh, an email. Hey, start sharing if you want, you know, links to their lessons. And you know, it's a, it's what's called an affiliate program. It's where they pay you a little bit if you do it. Um, I think like a lot of YouTubers that have, you know, uh, uh like me, I'm not going to promote it until I understand it better and learn what it is. So I don't know anything about it. That's why I haven't shared it with you guys yet. Um, I, I don't care if we get paid or not. I, I literally need to know whatever it is. Uh, the way I look at this is you guys, uh, maybe I read it wrong. I hope I don't. You guys value the, the, what we do, but, uh, you value the, the, the trust that I've gained with you guys. And I'm not going to compromise that, you know, especially for something silly, like a few bucks. It just seems silly. So, uh, if, and when I find it's a good cause or a good thing to do, I might share it with you guys. Uh, but until then uh, I got to research it more, but that's, what's going on. With so thanks Lando for, for mentioning that, uh, asking me, but unfortunately I didn't get a 50 XL. So, um, to review, but there'll be reviews coming to them soon and maybe I'll get one in the future. As you guys know, the YouTube thing seems to be some companies just send certain YouTubers some products and not the others and vice versa. And, uh, you know, if it's new and interesting, I was really interested in the new uh, Mustang um, uh, uh, presets because, again, there was a lot of talk about the old, old ones not sounding that great. I thought some of the new presets sounded pretty good if you saw that video. I liked it. I enjoyed it. In fact, that was video was probably, so, you know, what, uh, the Mustang video was probably one of the funnest videos I did in a while. Like I had a blast. I don't know why it was just great to turn it on and just go through it and enjoy them. And I really still keep thinking how much I like that, uh, that the bass breaker sound. I thought it was really cool. I don't know. I just liked it. So on that note, I think we shared everything we can. We got a weekend to do now. We got videos coming out this weekend. They're already loaded up. They're time launched. So you'll see them, I promise. And I appreciate you guys again uh, supporting that. And uh, if you guys haven't seen my outtake video, you might get a good check chuckle out of that after this. I'll put a link now at the end. And uh, we'll end the video like the way we end all these, uh, all these cool uh, videos with a shout out to the patrons uh, for supporting the live show. And, uh, let's do that. Let me go to the list. I'll let you, I won't even go to the, um, I don't need to go to the screen. I'll just read it out now. It's a uh, Bradulus, Jeff Howe, Zachary Rowe, Michael Newman, Bruce and the one blood. We band Hannah Gunson, John Jex, Michael shy. Of course, Michael again, cause he's, uh, he's amazing and helps answer questions and takes care of you guys as well. Justin Mabe, David Madison, Andrew Good, Anthony Desposito, Billy Robson, Bob Crosley, Bob Pickwode, uh, Brian Stewart, thank you again for the picks, Brian. And uh, Carlos Patelio, Chuck Keen, Chris from New Mexico, uh, and uh, Chris Glaze, Craig Parker, Dennis Prescott, Daniel Psychic, Dylan87, Greg Peterson, Jason Spacek. Uh, what do we got? James Biles, Joe Watson, Jonathan Pickerin, Joseph McCarthy, uh, Kermit Jackson, Larry McCulkin. Sorry, Larry. Uh, Lawrence Petros from Petros Pedals. Lee Hawkins, Lonnie Hoke, Michael Lindner, Paul Ostrike, Lewis and Alvaro from Pedal Pal Effects. Can't wait to see them in NAM show and say hi. They're going to be hanging out. I'll hang out with them. Ricky Robinson, Robert Brooks, Robert Hodges, Scott Tompkins, Space Jazz, Tim, just Tim. Never conf confuse Tim with anyone else. Tim Camacho, Tim Farnsworth, Todd Flowers, and the Zesty Basil Pizza, which is my highlighted thing. I swear I'm not kidding. Zesty Basil Pizza. I love ending that list now with you. Uh, I, 
it just it just makes me laugh. So on that note, uh, I I'm not gonna have a zesty basil pizza right now, but I wish I did. Until I talk to you guys next time, know your gear. <laughs>